Yeah. Yeah. Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Let's get it. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope, fam. Sean on the mic, very flat, too. Keep you updated, that's what we do. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope, fam. Yo, 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 what it do, everybody? It's your boy, John Altador with Pro Fan Sports Podcast, where the fans of the pros go back at you with another one with my boys, Vlad and Barry. What's good, my dudes? Yo, 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 what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, it's great to be here. I'm excited about another episode. We're on to episode 34. Episode 34, Ricky Williams. Yeah, who got a lot of this? Paul Pierce, Big Poppy, Shane David Green. Ortiz. Right up, Shane Vereen, Walter Payton for going old school. Ooh, yeah, old. yeah, yeah, that, that that is back in the day, but that that be a legend. Uh, yeah, no, for, absolutely, man. No, he he was definitely one of the great ones. So facts, yeah, man. A lot, lot of great thirty-four out there. Shout out to all the great thirty-fours for sure. Now there, that's another great number. Let's yes, say the sir. Least. So let's get to it, man. As always, follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at profans underscore sports, Twitter dot com slash profans sports, Facebook dot com slash profans sports. If you like to watch, uh, we urge you to watch. Actually, we're on YouTube dot com slash profans sports. Um, our episodes drop every Tuesday religiously 8 a.m and our videos drop on wednesday so be on the lookout for that you know um push the bell notification um push the subscribe button man you know that supports the channel that support us as a podcast to let us uh continue what we're doing man and um you know as always this week we're going to be starting off with the nfl see what's going on there the trade deadline went by um some guys were on the move some people got fined some people are doing their debuts this week so we'll talk about that we're on the nba also uh we got an nba um start that's coming pretty soon so we'll talk about that and break down some stuff that's happening mlb uh red sox got a manager We'll talk about that a little bit. Vlad will update you on soccer. We got a couple questions from our, from our supporters and then the B Money Lifestyle Person of the Week. But firstly, um, yesterday, um, well, I should say Saturday, um, you know, America and the world, um, found out who the next president of the United States is going to be. And, um, you know, the, the current president, 45, he's, he's out of there. So, um, congratulations to Joe Biden. And um, Kamala Harris for winning the 2020 presidential election race, man. And um, I mean, I know this week kind of felt pretty long for a lot of people, um, you know, based on what transpired. If you're paying attention, I, I mean, I don't know how you could not be paying attention. Um, but, you know, how do you guys feel about it? Um, do you remember where you were when you got the news? I mean, it happened pretty recently. So unless you were, you know, pounding, you know, whatever you were doing, <laughs> um, <laughs> you should be able to remember. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah. Nah, I mean, um, it was, it's been a long week. It's been a long week. Um, almost tiring. You know what I mean? There was only one thing on TV the whole time. <laughs> um, you go sleep, wake up, same thing on TV. I don't know. I don't even know how those, um, um, journalists do it. You know what I mean? They're talking about the same thing over and over. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm, I'm just excited that we got a news, um, a news that favors me, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm pretty excited about Kamala Harris being not only the first woman, but the first woman of color, um, to be the vice president and congratulations to both of them. Um, but the work starts now. Um, this is not a time to sit back. It's time to go to work and unite the country as, um, 
Biden mentioned. Right. Yeah, I was uh, pretty ecstatic and excited when I heard about uh, the news that, you know, Joe Biden had, you know, won the uh, election. Uh, you right, it felt like this week took forever and was one of those weeks that would never end. And uh, we're particularly with an election that would never end. Like, we just, every day we would wake up and be like, is this going to be the day that we know and find out? Like, are they going to finally you know and, and this election already and and come out with the result of the winner and you just you know it's crazy that it really took what, almost a week uh pretty much for the election to end it just ended on saturday uh you know with uh you know joe biden being announced as the a winner so uh you know felt really good you know about it and it was you know you know, for a lot of excitement and joy, uh, you know, that he was the, the, the winner and, you know, also felt the same way towards, uh, Kamala, uh, Harris, uh, you know, so definitely big, you know, shout outs to, you know, her for being, you know, the first female, uh, vice president and female of color as well to, uh, you know, be, be in that position. So, uh, you know, I'm glad that we're able to, witness you know history being made on on saturday and i think it's certainly something that the country desperately needed in the worst way and it's definitely a, a step in the right direction uh you know for for this country and that you know so that we you know really needed to happen so i'm glad that it had you know transpired and uh you know and now it's you know time to you know to to, to make things happen and to you know, do what, you know, is needed to be done in order to get this country, uh, you know, right back where, where it needs to be. Yeah, man. Um, I think it's been, it's been a strange ass week. You know, yeah, I knew like I was going to be stressed out about, you know, the whole situation. So, you know, on two, I, I voted early. So I, I voted like two weeks ago because I was like, man, on the third, I don't want to be nowhere near polls, yeah. nowhere oh, right, near, right. you know, casting no damn ballots, none of that <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? Standing right, in line. Right. You know, um, it actually wasn't too bad though, because right, right. I, I voted early in the morning right. on a Tuesday, and uh, the way I was there right I at seven, that. and um, yeah, it, it wasn't as long as I thought. It was a little long, but not too bad though. Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't wait in no line at all. I just went right oh, in there, for you. got my shit, I was gone. You know what I'm saying? But um, I plan to like not watch any politics at all on Tuesday. I'm like, yo, Tuesday night we're gonna find out. You know what I'm saying, yo? That's what I was thinking too. Right, right. And then a couple of my yo, I I stayed away from watching any coverage all day. How did you, know you know what I'm saying? Do that? Me? Yeah. Listen, just right. like, just like I didn't watch the Celtics when they was freaking losing that those games. You know, just. I just, I don't know, man. I just had the willpower to not do to that. To not so, watch it at yo, all? Wow. Listen, I was on social wow. media. Huh. I mean, listen, I, I was looking at people's statuses, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. you know, updating whatever's going on. Yeah. But me personally, I, was gonna, I wasn't going to go on YouTube to watch like CNN. I wasn't going to go on Facebook to watch any live, whatever, political, yeah. whatever's going on. Just because like, that was like my, my self-care kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. I don't want to be that stressed out. So I'm just not even going to pay attention to it. You know what I mean? I did my part. You know, I, I voted. I, I had my voice heard. Let's just wait for the results, man. And it never came, dude. I'm like, 
Yo, what is going on? You know, <laughs> no, right, right. They're talking about counting, counting. I'm like, yo, how? Like, why is it taking so long to count? Yo, like, you know what, what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling that way too. Like, it doesn't take that long to count votes. So the thing I found out is, it it takes a long time to count votes, even in the regular, even in the past elections. Yeah, it takes almost like a month, if not more, to, to count, count all them shit. To count everything. Uh-huh. Wow, like, really? We can, wow. can declare a state. Um, they can declare somebody win a state like you know Joe Biden win Massachusetts yep. way before they count all the votes. Right, because it's like based on it, projections, it's based on, uh, projection based on gotcha. you percentage, know, percentages in, of yeah. uh, oh, okay. so, but in order to count all the vote, actually, usually like the end of counting all the votes can be till next year. Like that, uh, that's ah, crazy. Oh, wow, that's really? crazy. A whole yeah. year process. I think so. Like, uh, wow, I did like, not realize that. Exactly how many votes? I think it takes like a long time. I mean, cause I, cause I know you gotta like verify everything. Yeah, verify like million, like it's just you, it's, a mach- it's like um when you take the SATs. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah, cycle, I get it. And then you put it in the machine. And right. Then, what it's like, dude? There's seventy five million people voted for Joe Biden. It's like, and dude, seven, that's a lot. And of seventy million voted for the other. Yeah, yeah, for baby forty five. Yeah, baby forty five. My boy uh, B-Dog says that all the time and refers to him as that So I'm like yeah instead of referring to him as his name I'm just going to refer to him as that too So no that's a good right. one Right but before you know we get into like Criticizing you know 45 and whatever He stands for and shit like that I think people should know you know we have like our personal Feelings on why you know what I'm saying we weren't supporters you know what I'm saying Not to like well you know I can't say I can't bash some people because some people definitely Need it um, you know, but you can't bash everybody that like, you know, voted, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Cause yeah. some people voted for, you know, like economic reasons and, you know, they've never even had a black person in their life. It's yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I understand, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, you're right. We have to respect it. We have to respect vote. it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, four years, man, we, we've lived with it. And, you know, I think for us, it's just like the stuff that came out of this situation that we've been in for the last four years. It's just like. Stuff was just like out of control, man. Yeah, it was a hot mess. Absolutely, we we felt like it needed to be changed, you know. Oh Um, yeah. But I'm sitting there, I'm watching all this stuff. I'm not even watching. I'm just like paying attention to like, yo, I I seen all the memes, like, yo, recount Nevada's taking extra long. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I keep seeing like the the electorals is like Biden has two fifty three. And I saw he had 264. I'm like, which one is it? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So even so though I wasn't I was confused on bro, that, too, even though right, I wasn't right. watching it or paying close attention to it, I was still like anxious about yeah. it, dude. So like, right, I, think, right. I think a lot of people sharing that same feeling. And um, in the end, you know, they finally I didn't know why a lot of um, the big platforms weren't calling the situation because I felt like. They should have called a couple of these things, you know, a couple of days ago. But, you know, like you said, it takes a long time it was to determine. Cool. It was too um, close to call for some of those um, states. Right. Because um, you need to have, I don't know exactly, but I think it needs to be more than 10,000 votes in between you and in between Biden and Trump for them right. to call some of those states. Yeah, man. And for, and for the people, you know, just talking about stop counting. And well, like, there was one bro. one side of it was <laughs> one side of it. Only one, one side, side of it. Stop side counting. Yeah, yeah. Keep counting. It's like, Yo, just count. Listen, you got count everything. Exactly. You should. You should be blaming the the people that are organizing this shit. They told you not to count anything that came through mail until election day. So like, yeah, obviously, it's gonna it's gonna a take a long fucking yeah. time to count those votes if you start on election day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you know exactly. you're gonna get even more millions of votes. It's yeah. like, are you right, are you right. dumb? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you it 
it's like self-sabotaging. Yo, none of you, please, my voters don't vote vote in mail ballots. Yeah, don't yeah. do it at all. You know what I mean? So now we're crying about voting. You know, like, it's weird shit, but, like, um, you know, it was just a lot of stuff going through my mind all week. I mean, I'm, I'm glad I, I, of the outcome. I don't know what that really means, really, but I know it means that, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll get a calmer country coming mm. out of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, for People real. start thinking a little bit before less, they do certain things. A less divided country, for sure. You know, a less yep. divided yes, country. Facts. Big facts. A lot less of the inflammatory shit that happens, you know, yeah. in the media, people catching the videos. Like, you know, we we got Karens out of this fucking administration, bro. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Like, Honestly. It's just, you know, we, we had, like, permit patties. Like, all these fucking people came out, like, during this administration, man. It's been, it's just been, um, I don't know, mentally draining, man. Yes, just, absolutely. For me, the last, the, to the last, well, yesterday and today's just been felt, it felt like, there's like a sense of calm, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, I'm not going to hear no bullshit today. But I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's obviously I naive. Su- I was surprised by the amount of people that was celebrating. Yo. As soon as the results went out, like the neighbor, my neighbor started blasting his music. I was like, "Oh shit!" People are like really, really care about this, bro. This reminds yeah, no, reminded sure. me of um, when Obama got elected. Not to say like you know it's the same thing, yeah, it's not but the like same, the excitement uh-huh. the people are yeah. displaying for the fact that this dude is gone is kind of like the equivalent of how excited we were for like Obama being elected first black president. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, no, for, for, for real, definitely. That it was pretty similar in terms right. of that excitement, right? So it's safe to say you guys, you know, are happy about the results. Um, you know, I think lastly on this th- this topic, you know, because we got to get into the sports. Um, what would you personally like this administration to work on? Many things, but um, for me is um, some of the fucked up immigration laws that Trump came w- through with. Um, I would like some of them to be reversed. That's fair. I, I agree with that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with that, too. For, but for sure, I'd like to see that change as right. well. I'd like to see the DACA situation not be in jeopardy and stuff like that. Exactly. You know, because I got, I got some, some you know, friends that are here through that program. You know what I'm saying? So that stuff's weird. What, do you, what about you, Barry? Um, yeah, I mean, there's obviously a lot of things that they need to you know, work on and that need to be done. I think the main things that, I'd personally like to see this administration work on is, you know, obviously the coronavirus pandemic uh, and the systematic, uh, you know, racism in the the country. I think those are the, you know, the main couple of things I'd like to see them work on uh, among the many others that, you know, need to, you know, be, be, be worked on and need to, you know, be fixed in this country since we got a whole lot of problems in the economy uh, as well. So, but I'm not kind of ties along with the, you know, pandemic in a sense. So then, you know, those, those things are worked on. I'll, you know, be happy with, uh, you know, this administration. Yeah, for me, I think, um, firstly, you know, let, let's do some, you know, come up with a comprehensive plan on this fucking coronavirus situation sure. that's going on, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's first and foremost because I think, you know, people have been really stupid about this situation. We, we, um, oh, absolutely. You know, and we, we have to get control of this shit because I'm trying to go back to living my regular fucking life. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, um, just be able to go back into establishments and, you know, live, live normally. You know what I'm saying? And I know that's going to that's not going to come without like a, a vaccine or whatever they're talking about. But, you know, for me, it's just like, dude, let's just get on the right track with this coronavirus shit. You know, stop listening to people talking about, you know, it's a hoax, talking about it's like the flu, bro. 
<laughs> we're, we're not we're <laughs> not gonna real. not go into work for months at a time because of the flu. I guarantee you that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like so let let's do something about that. Um and I think number two for me is uh Biden needs to work on Biden and Harris need to work on this situation with black men and incarcerations. You know, yeah. they need to like for these niggas need a the to pardon uh uh you know, somebody in jail every freaking month, you know, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like they need to figure this stuff out with, with criminal reform. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, and that starts with like the 94 crime bill. You know, we hear everybody talking about that's why they were trying to like dissuade us from yeah. from, you know, voting for Joe Biden. But yeah. it's like, bro, we need to work on this. Trump never said he was going to work on the 94 crime bill. Yeah. You know, sure. Right, he, did, right. he did pardon a lot of people. And I, you know, appreciate him for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, he, he, he pardoned a lot of people and that's good for him. But I'd definitely like to see um, um, Joe Biden start get get to work, man. You know, because I feel like he did a lot of damage. You know, to the communities, and we gotta acknowledge that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. we don't want you up here just because we don't like Donald Trump. Fix the shit you started. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? facts exactly. You know, and um, lastly, for sure, man, um, the economy. You know, you got you definitely got to work on that. Oh, yeah, and, big time. And, you know, just just make sure people are confident in, in the economy and going out there spending money and living their life, man. That's that that's lastly for me. But those are the top three concerns that i have and i hope they get to work on that that shit pretty quickly kamala harris i heard you know is responsible for incarcerating for the incarceration of a lot of black men in in california so you know from what i've been hearing her talk about it seems like you know that stuff's in her mind and she's been questioned about that stuff a lot so hopefully they have the decency you know to start working on a lot of that stuff so i think that that's their most most important thing they need to work on other than um the coronavirus and, and the economy situations you know but um yeah congratulations joe biden and uh kamala harris once again you know but um let's get into uh the nfl man yeah let's get into the sports talk so, some football we, absolutely we talk these people's is off enough about the election so let's right right i'm sure they've heard that. enough of it all week and, and as mentally exhausted as they are and as we are so all right i'm ready to get to the sports and and then and talk uh, some football in the NFL. So, yeah, let's do it. Right. Hopefully it's kind of like, you know, we, we have a calm politically in the country now so that we're not talking about political shit every other show, you know. Um, so let's get to it. So yeah, the NFL, I hope man, so too. Yeah. trade deadline passed. Um, it passed on the same day as the election, November 3rd, right? And we saw some trades go down. Um, we saw Chargers traded defensive back Desmond King, the second to the Tennessee Titans. The Chargers will receive a 2021 six-round draft pick from Tennessee. Um, so that happened. Uh, we saw the Saints acquire Quan Alexander from the San Francisco 49ers for, for linebacker Kiko Alonso and a conditional fifth-round pick. Um, and I believe they also signed him to a contract, I think a $54 million contract. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, that's cool. That's, that's what's up. Good, good for him. So he got a new team and he got the bag. So yeah, yeah. that's what's up. Um, the New York Jets, they agreed to trade linebacker um, Avery Williamson to Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Jets will receive the Steelers' 2022 fifth-round draft pick in exchange um, and uh, 2022 seventh-round draft pick. Mm. Mm. Mm, interesting. Yeah, good shit. Um yeah. Good stuff for the Steelers. Right. The Miami Dolphins traded Isaiah Ford to wide I mean to um wide receiver Isaiah Ford to the New England Patriots uh, for a conditional sixth round pick in the two thousand twenty two draft pick. So right now it's a seventh round pick, 
But um, if he does well enough, it'll be a sixth round. Sixth round, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully he does well enough to be a third rounder, but we'll just give him a sixth round. You know what I mean? Um, Just so he could help the team out. Uh, The New England Patriots also claimed defensive back, I mean defensive tackle Isaiah Mack off waivers after he was released by Tennessee Titans. I don't know anything about that guy, but. I just think it's too um, position of need. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, right. They needed some depth on the defensive line. So, in receiver. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially. He's a versatile guy, and um, he killed us last, last year. Of course, better check like like the versatile guys. So right, and the guys oh, yeah. that kill us every other yeah. year. So he but, always uh, tries to trade for those guys for some reason, like yeah. Wes Welker. You know, yeah, yeah, that's he came that's on, true. he just used to destroy us. Like oh, he yeah. came out of nowhere, just Wes Wes Welker. Um, weird. Um, and the Patriots also signed right wide receiver Dante Moncrief to the pra- practice squad. Uh, I thought that was a good move. Um, no, I like the move too, but for sure, now Moncrief's a solid player. Any receiver, I like. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. But bringing over receiving help, you can right get. Now, so. Right, right. Like, like I'm not even excited about because we're recording early. We're not recording before we watch the Jets game. Right. I'm not even excited about that game. No, um, like, I'm like, Donald's not even playing that. I'm game. more excited. Right. <laughs> not to feel, but I'm more excited about tonight. Oh, which is the Saints. Which is, yeah, yeah, the Bucks and the Saints. Yeah, I'd be watching the Bucks. Brady versus Breeze. I'm more excited about that game than I am about about um the Jets versus the Pats game. Bro, I was telling Barry. Um, we were, to be honest, we were messaging each other. I'm like, dude, I feel so hurt watching Tom Brady, dude. Like, it's so hard for me to watch him. Like, yo, he's doing so good. Dude. I love watching him. <laughs> yeah, me too. Exactly. I, oh, yeah, I love, I love watching, watching every Bucks game. Oh bro, yeah, man. I love watching him. It hurts, bro. There was one one Bucks game that wasn't on TV. And that was the day that we both, the Patriots and the Bucks, played on, yeah, the, yeah. on at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, I made sure I found, <laughs> I found a, found I found a link to watch that, to, to watch the Bucks. Oh word, that's yeah. what's up. Word. Oh man, dude. Yeah. So you, you like, I, I'm not missing this game. I'm yeah. gonna watch both at the same especially, time. Especially, sure. like Brady and Breeze going out together. Like that's Good. two Hall of Famers. Two guys that are every every week they're surpassing each other in total touchdown. Right, like, bro. I'm not gonna miss that. Bro, oh, yeah, not with me either. And that's and we, sh- we should have been witnessing this in New England. Facts. Big fact. Absolutely. check wanted to give him a two year deal. We would have been witnessing this in with our weapons. He wouldn't be. I think no touchdowns. With our weapons, yeah, with no, so he would have been. They, they would have screwed Brady yeah, with yeah, our yeah, weapons yeah. this year for sure. Oh, Bruce Citizen. Brissett but no I just wanted to real quick say that that's a huge game for both teams they're both 5-2 and right now and the you know winner of that game would be uh, at the driver's seat of the division and top of the the conference too among uh, you know the NFC uh, leaders so and the Saints won the first matchup, so this is a big game for you know Bro, the Bucks you know to be Brady's able to win. Uh, losing again, man. Well, that's twice think, in the same team. I don't think he's, he's losing. Yeah, I just don't. Brady's not losing like, again, man. And and eighty four is back. Yes, he is. Eighty four is back. Mr. AB is officially back in the NFL. Right, right, right. on the agenda. Antonio Brown officially signed. He had his first press conference the other day. Uh, I posted it on the platform. If you want to watch it, uh, we're on Instagram. Um, Profans underscore sports. So if you want to watch that, you can go. I think that thing got like fifteen hundred views or something like that. Oh um, yeah, no, for, yeah, for real. Got some views, you know say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. views up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Our most viewed content had like fifty one thousand. So like, you know what I mean, be quiet though. Don't tell nobody. Um, yeah. well, actually, tell everybody. Actually, you know, uh, um, we still trying to get them views up, no doubt. Right. Um, but Antonio Brown, man, he's back and he's debuting. Sunday night, man. Woo, you know can't wait. Sunday the night. show is back. 
Yes, you know? yes. Um, another person that's back is uh, Des Bryant. He's actually playing in the game right now. Des Bryant, he was promoted to the Ravens active roster. So yeah. he's officially back in the league, and congrats to him, and welcome back to the league, and I hope he does some good things, man. Yes, um, shout out maybe, Des Bryant. Yes. Maybe, excited for Des. Right, maybe he can prolong his career and, and play yeah. two more years, you know what I'm saying? Right, for real, um, facts. He, no. should be, he should be nice and healthy now, you know? Yeah, he hasn't played since, what, 2017? Right. So, yeah, he's, he's well-rested and has no excuse, really. Right. Your hamstring should be, like, new right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I feel like that's when hamstrings get hurt. Yeah, yeah. But when you well, haven't played in a while. Too much, when you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you haven't um, used them, they get tight. Right. No. Man, that's all good news, but there, there is some bad news for, for, for some guys in the NFL. So, the NFL is finding the Las Vegas Raiders $500,000. And um, Coach Gruden himself, he's being fined one hundred fifty thousand dollars. He can cover it because he has like a hundred million dollar contract, whatever it is. Million. Um, yeah, man, sure the dude has the bag. So right, one hundred fifty thousand ain't nothing to For him. For real, that's like twenty five cents. Um, in addition to stripping the franchise of a six round draft pick for COVID nineteen protocol violations related to Trent Brown's positive coronavirus test in late October, I don't really know what transpired there, but you know. I've heard, you know, they're not doing the right things over there all year, so I'm um, not really surprised. With the Steelers? No, no, no. Oh, no. The, the Raiders? Yeah, the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I know there's been a bunch of situations going on with that team and COVID as far as not, you know, as far as allowing an unauthorized person into their locker room, I believe, which they you know, already got banned for, uh, and then they had, like, their whole... Arvin Zalan got put on the Cobra list, and then uh, Darren Wild, the tight end, had a fundraising charity event in which, uh, you know, some of the players on the Raiders showed up to it, and they weren't wearing masks, so uh, I think, you're right, since they're repeat defenders, that's why the league felt like they had to come down uh, you know, pretty harshly and severely on them, in which they did, so I'm not too surprised about this uh, punishment, and, you know, I think, you're right, it's deserved it's you know what they should get for you know not going by the covid uh protocols yeah man uh sucks for them but um the pittsburgh steelers is on that list too um they've been fined a total of three hundred fifty thousand dollars for mass violations in, in the win against uh, the baltimore ravens last game i saw um, belichick not wearing his uh, mask <laughs> He didn't wear the double mask that he, he usually He was wears. wearing it obviously at the beginning of the game uh, there was like a, a good five ten minute of the game where I was like, Belichick is not wearing his mask. So I, I thought there was going to be a fine. I mean, maybe there will be a fine, but I thought there was going to be a fine for that. I huh, wonder if the league noticed that because that's, that's weird. I didn't really uh, pick up on that either. And he usually has the double mask. Yeah, he usually has it. I don't know. I think something, you know, it was a frustrating game. So I think um, something happened where he, Wait, he just, just he he decided not to wear it. He took it up to yell at somebody, and then he forgot to wear it. <laughs> oh, I remember that part. See, he didn't see? have... It just came to see, me. Right? Yeah, he was yeah. pretty upset and pissed yeah. off about, like, you know, a play where how the team yeah. was playing, and he was just like, yeah, screw the mask. I'm not going to, you think know, he ended up wear putting, it. He ended up putting it back on. Back on, it again, but, but I think... I But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I mean, let, let's see what then NFL decides to do, and if they decide to... Fine, and maybe, you know, he pulled a fast one and didn't, uh, you know, he's not going to get fined and, and punished for it since it wasn't for long that he didn't have it on. But, uh, yeah, but, but but no, good call on that one, Vlad. I, that just came to my head right now while I was watching that game last week. But I hope he doesn't get punished for it. I wouldn't want to see him get fined. So we'll see what happens uh, with them and that, the Belichick and the NFL. 
Right. Um. Yeah. Let, let's not find Belichick. Yeah, um, for real. He has enough problems this year. Um. <laughs> big facts. <laughs> right. Definitely. So the team was fined two hundred fifty thousand. Um. For not wearing masks while the coach. The Steelers. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and the coach himself was fined a hundred thousand for not wearing his mask. And, um, actually, congratulations to, uh, uh, Mike Tomlin because he became the winningest, um, African American coach in, um, NFL history, man. So, salute, wins. salute to that guy, man. Yes, and, yes, and, absolutely. Um, Big I, shout out, Mike. And he's Tomlin. having an unbelievable season. Yeah, yeah. This year. I, yes. I can't believe people were calling for his seat last year. I'm like, are you serious, yo? The dude has not had one losing season his whole career. You know what I'm saying, and yeah. you know, but, that's but. where that's where people make a you know big argument about certain coaches not getting the opportunities they should. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's um, way better than um, Marvin Lewis. Who, who, um, oh, Marvin Lewis! Oh yeah, he was garbage. Oh my gosh, bro! Yeah. Hell yeah, he was there for what like 16 seasons and made what like. Didn't win one playoff game. Like every time, I think they went like four or five straight years where they were like one and done in, in the playoffs. It was outrageous. It, 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 it was absurd. Right? At least Mike Tomlin have won multiple playoff game, won a Super Bowl, went to another one, went to multiple AFC Championship games. games. Right, right. At least he's um, progressing, progressing and having success. Right, absolutely. Yeah, man. Um, but hey, good luck to them, uh, and congrats to uh, Mike Tomlin again. Um, and last week you guys witnessed our <laughs> our raw reaction to this to this play. Uh, yeah, gave it to you. <laughs> oh yeah, um, you know, and we're talking about wide receiver uh, Javon Wims. Um, when when he slapped the other dude from 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 the Saints, yeah, he like yeah. punched him. Yeah, he punched he grabbed him, his yeah. chain, pulled his chain. Slapped him, punched him, yeah, was, and then started a brawl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was wild. <laughs> oh yeah, insane. It happened to it. it was just, yeah. it was just crazy. Yeah, um, yeah it, it was. <laughs> that was hilarious. He actually got suspended without pay for two games, um, for his actions. So, um, he he'll miss in a couple game checks and um, some more NFL. Uh, Baker Mayfield um, was put on the COVID nineteen reserve list. I so. think the way to do it is make him play and not pay him. That's barbaric. So play for free? <laughs> 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 that hurts him at all. <laughs> so you still don't get a game paycheck <laughs> even though you just played. Doesn't that hurt more than Yo. It's, no, it's like labor laws, bro. Like, I know. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's even legal. I don't I think know, that NFL yeah, can do that. I don't, think, I don't think anybody can Yo, do that. I go on the field and not move. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you out of your mind. Right, right. Like, why am I on this field for if I'm going to get my check for <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Uh, but let, let's get into the Patriots, man. And uh, they play on Monday night. Monday night football is going to be a lackluster game. Monday night Patriots versus uh, New York Jets. The Patriots are at the Jets. And um, so far, we know Sam Darnold is not going to play. I believe the Patriots put 17 people in there. Um, in their injury report, yeah, um, I did the most in it. a minute. Didn't see that? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. But um, let, let's preview that a little bit. Do we even need to preview that a little? I bit? I mean, we did preview it last week, but we can just go over it a little bit. I mean, Tim Donalds is not gonna play. Um, Sam Donald. Sam Donald. That's Sam. what I said. I thought you said Tim. Tim, yeah, it oh, sounded no. like that, too. I, I, was, I was at the end of my yarn, so that's Oh, oh, oh yeah, hey, hey, gotcha, my, my bad. Sundown is not going to play, but I was watching um last week's Monday night, and the guys were trying to preview um next week's game, which is the Patriots game, mm-hmm. and they even had trouble, like, you know, hyping hyping the matchup up because it's such a bad matchup. Yeah, but, Monday, but, You know what I mean? It's two teams that are playing really terrible right now mm-hmm. but this is like i said last week this is medicine for cam newton and the Patriots. 
If you don't, mm-hmm. if you cannot get up for this game and fuck this team up in all the ways possible, <laughs> right? Well, uh-huh. I don't even know if I'm watching football for the rest of the year. If I'm watching the, you know what I mean? Like obviously I am, but you gotta watch the Bucks. You're watching exactly. <laughs> I was just gonna say that, but they watch the You, they have to be able to get up for this game. This is like the easiest game you you get up for. Listen, Absolutely. I was watching um, Jets versus uh, Kansas City. Yeah, there's literally like a video of Kansas City just sta- dancing the whole time before. Well, the play. They were, um, I was like, are you um, serious? Um, Swagger. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that's right. Are you serious, bro? What? Yeah, like that's a oh goodness national football league team that you guys are not even taking seriously at all, and they fucking blew them out too. Like, yeah, dude, like with, with the ease, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah. it's um, man, if you like, like Vlad said, if you can't get up for this and just smack these guys. From the jump, yeah, I, you shouldn't be like you're playing for for a draft. Pick. Yeah, like I, I, honestly, right? You might as well tank for Trevor Lawrence if you can't win this game and, and beat right. the Jets. If the Jets beat you, you're gonna be in line. Like exactly, right? You'll be only one game back of the Jets, which is pretty damn sad. That exactly. gives you that gives you Fields from Ohio. Right up, that kid Justin yeah. Fields. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right, right. Number two. That, that that that's true. Unless if the Jets win another game, which I highly doubt that's gonna happen. But um, if they win against us, they win another game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gives them only one one oh, win. I see, I see. Exactly. So we've won two. So they so didn't have to win another game besides beating us again. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yo, can you imagine us losing? <laughs> like I don't know if I can. Jeez. I don't. This like, year? I don't know if I can stomach. Like I've stomached all the loss so far. Like usually, like when Brady was a quarterback of the Patriots. It was hard for me to watch other um, sports news after a Patriots loss because yeah. it was Brady. Brady wasn't meant to lose. Right. But this year, I've stomach called the loss. I'm like, we need to learn from that. Blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. Right. But I don't know if I can stomach a loss to the Jets. Mm. Yeah. No. For, for real, seriously, I can't either. Yeah. I don't know what I what I would do to myself if I. But we uh, really miss that tr- transpiring on my. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't even have to even think about that. But God forbid if it does, like. I damn, <laughs> like I, I really hope that's we don't have to come to that point where we see us losing to a team that doesn't even have a win yet, and the NFL is looking like they're gonna be zero and sixteen. Another Cleveland Browns and Detroit Lions since they won zero and sixteen. What do you guys so. think they need to do to win? Um, run the ball. Run the ball. I agree. Yeah, Get back to running the ball. Get back to getting. Um, can you and running over people? RPOs. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not at all. Get like, back to that. Don't even. And, like, and this is a game for the defense too. The defense yeah. need to have four, four, four turnovers. Listen, I don't even know. I four. think they're gonna have Sudfeld on the field as the backup. That's what I mean. Four who? turnovers. Bro, who the backup? Yeah, QB? Who is the backup? QB? Joe Flacco. Oh, yeah, he's actually going to be playing, Joe, Joe, Joe Flacco. So that's even more of a reason for the Patriots' defense to play well and for them to win this game and blow them out because Joe Flacco is playing. Joe Flacco likes to play the Patriots. Yeah, he does. I'm sure he does play well against us, but still, he ain't the same Joe Flacco that he was when he was on the Ravens beating the Patriots. Right, I seen him in a highlight like last week. And he was like hyping the team up. Yeah, it's time for you guys to step up. Today's the day. I'm like, 
Joe Flacco? Like <laughs> on the on the Jets? <laughs> Yo, this, this shit weird. And if you have, if you have Joe Flacco hyping your team, bro, I don't know. Oh, you man, oh man, that's when you know you've hit rock bottom yeah. to say the least. Right. But I was wanted to say one thing. We won't have to worry about uh Sam Donald seeing ghosts this oh, game. Oh god. That was funny last yeah, 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 yeah. I guess yeah, that that one guy. Unless think, if Flacco sees ghosts. I think he doomed his career with, with that right there with that statement, man. And uh that sucks. Yeah, yeah so, that was a bit, for, for sure, right? I don't, I don't think he could recover yeah, for, for, looking, from that. I'm looking for a better game from the coaches, from yeah. McDaniels. I'm looking for a better game from the defense, stopping the run. Um, mm. The defense haven't been able to stop the run all, all year. All year, and I'm looking for them to do better at that. I'm looking for them to sh- really shut down the Jets' offense. Yeah. Like, literally, uh, that's what I'm looking for. And I'm looking for... Um, for Kim to run the ball a lot more, and and I'm looking for him to be more accurate passing as well. I mean, running is cool and all, but we need to pass the ball eventually to win some games. So I'm looking, I'm looking for a better game from Kim in all around, a better game from the team all around. Right. No, ab- absolutely, for sure. And the go along with that, definitely the decision making has to be you know better for Kim Newton, and that's what I'm expecting. Uh. To, to see and then but, you know no turnovers I don't want a single fumble or a single interception for the Patriots in, in, in this game there's no reason why they you know they should be turning over the ball over the pathetic New York Jets defense so, it, like there's no excuse for that but it's time you guys, everybody away but exactly by the time this podcast comes out um, the games that I've already played um, and I hope some of the things that we're talking about right now did come true right facts, facts. absolutely yeah um, we'll, we'll talk about that um, a little bit more. Um, for me, man, I'm just, I'm looking for this game to be kind of like kind of like preseason practice. Get back to basics. Get back. To, get yeah. back to running. Get tackling. Get, you know what I'm saying? Get some of these guys that we just signed on the field. You know, get that kid Isaiah on the field. Get him acclimated. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Isaiah's not um, gonna play. He he's not gonna to, play. He has to wait a week. So oh apparently, my God. with you know, with the, the COVID, COVID, the COVID. Uh, pr- protocols, if you like, you get traded or you sign with a you know team, you have to miss that you know one game and then not play until the following game. So he won't play until the Ravens uh, when they play them next Sunday night. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but again, still, I'm still looking for them to to get back to basics in this game mm. and try out some stuff that they've been doing in practice because they don't really have a, a you know. They're, they're the one team that really has new guys at every single position. You know what I'm saying? That's leading the team. And it it's just it just doesn't work like that in the NFL. So you know what I'm saying? Um, and this year is just pretty different. But I do expect a win for the Patriots um, at least. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, no question. Yeah, no question about that. But um, let, let's get into some more Patriots stuff, man. Bill Belichick made a really interesting comment about, um, you know, the fact that the team is struggling right now. And his comments were that, look, you know, we paid Cam Newton a million dollars. The fact of the matter is we have no money. Um, we sold out and won three Super Bowls. Like, that's not an excuse. That's just facts. Um, did you guys hear that comment? And um, what you think about that when he said that? <clears throat> I did hear the comment. I think it's excuses, to be honest. Sold out. The picture sold out the last couple of years to win three Super Bowls. <laughs> Well, I think he was trying to say they went all in on, yeah. on those, you know, years. I know, I know exactly what he was trying to say. Bullshit. Right. Bullshit. No. Like, I disagree. The, the whole time we were winning Super Bowl, we never talked about that. We never felt as though the Patriots sold out we're, to win Super Bowl. We're so we much never, money. We never felt as though the Patriots went out and got the best players in the world to win the Super Bowls. They did win, and it was amazing, but I don't think they sold out. I, the Belichick will tell you, Belich- this is whenever Belichick talks about the captains, is where he usually starts. 
we all know that the cap can be managed and move around as many times as we can. As, right. Like, he always says that. And then this year, all of a sudden, he's going to come out and say, the cap is the main reason why we suck right now. Right. I'm, I'm not going to buy it. Right. That's an excuse. And mm-hmm. Belichick himself will tell you he doesn't use excuses. Right. I, I just don't buy it. I, I'm sure it's a, it's a, mm-hmm. it's, it's part of it. I'm not saying it's not part of it. But for Belichick himself to come out and say that, I'm, for, for somebody that always says, you know, days off, um, no excuses. I'm yeah, just, do your job. I'm, all that. I'm stuff. not gonna yeah. take that from him. Yeah. I'm just not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, I'd love to sit here and defend, you know, Bill Belichick and say it's not, you know, not an excuse, and that you know he was saying this to, you know, but pretty much try to cover himself up. But the fact of the matter is, you know, unfortunately, it is an excuse. That's. Uh, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, I think he was just looking for an, an easy way out of the situation, and I'm sure he's saying this out of you know frustration, since it's unlike him for him to say uh, any of uh, you know something of this sort. You know, we we never hear uh, him be this open and this uh, candidate about him. You know about the you know cap situation and you know j- about the team in general you just usually saying oh we're you know on to the jets we just have to you know play better next game and uh you know and, and execute you know better but uh the fact that he was even opening up about you know the patriots cap situation uh and having a lack of cap space to, to me that kind of was mind-blowing and uh and then shocking that he when we went as far as to, to, to say that and, you know, the soling out and, and stuff for three championships, like, yeah, I'm not sold on that because I don't really think they spend, you know, that much money and gave away that many big contracts other than Stefan Gilmore. That was really the only big contract. And maybe you could say Shaq Mason, he got a pretty, uh, big contract for. For for a lineman, it was a big contract. But Shaq Mason is not the guy you're gonna say they sold out for. If you're talking about sold out, like you say, Sha- Shaq Mason, please. <laughs> 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 no, but just saying that's you know he was that was one of the big contracts that uh you know the the team invested in. And but I mean, as as far as selling out, yeah, they you know didn't sell up for him specifically. Uh, so. I think, you know, with that being said, you know, I, I, I don't think, you know, these comments are, you know, may make a valid point, and I think it's a bad look for him to, you know, for, for him to, to say that, you know, he showed out it was great that he won the championships, and, you know, he, he you know, did what he had to do, and, uh, and went, went in the Super Bowls, but it, it's just, you know, it, 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 it's disappointing to, to see him make, you know, the, the, those comments and, you know, and coming with an excuse for someone who's supposed to be a no-excuse guy. Yeah, no, nah, facts, man. Um, Yeah, I I actually was watching live when he made those comments, and my reaction was like, what? Like, <laughs> what are you like? What are you talking about? You fell down the place. Yeah, I'm like, you sold out. Like, it's not an excuse. It's just facts. No, no, no. You've never said anything like that before. And like Barry was saying, we were having that conversation, like, you haven't paid anybody other than than um, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Everybody else maybe, had to maybe, leave. Maybe you give Revis a lo- you give Revis a little bit of money, right? But so out, bro. And that was only for a year. Exactly. exactly. Brady right. has been taking discounts forever. 
And, Br- and Brady's been taking discount forever. <laughs> he's the goat, and he's been taking discount Brady forever. Every year. Brady could have, yeah. could have been paid forty million a year. Listen, every year if you wanted. Absolutely. To. Listen, listen to this. Aaron Rodgers has played five less years and has made more, more money, money than, than Tom Brady. Brady. <laughs> wow. All right. Wow. There, there you go. So, the, at the most important position on your team, you you haven't sold out. You never sold out. You know what I'm saying. And everybody on our team that was doing good, you let them sign with another team because they wanted big contracts that yeah. they actually deserved. It's like yeah. they're getting this contract for a reason, Bill. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we should keep this guy. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a Trey Flowers on our team this yeah. year? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. That that would have been nice. You know what I mean? A Chandler Jones, you know, we just ended up trading him. You know what I mean? Because of whatever happened. To, um, to Miami. Calvin Noy. Calvin Noy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yo, you have pieces. You just let them walk. Because your ego, you know what I mean? It's it's like Absolutely. an ego thing, you know what I mean? Right. And you don't want to spend a lot of money. And yeah. it just doesn't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's good for you to have, you know, uh, a coach that's looking at all these things, saving your team money, making sure you have more money to, you know, bring in guys that we need at certain points. You know what I mean? And I'm not questioning Bill Belichick, but the whole, you know, sold out comment was just like, it felt off base. And um, I didn't agree with it. And, you know... I think he's having a hard year this year, and I think it's largely his fault. You know what I'm saying? Not bringing in a quarterback, you know, trying to fool us with Jared Stidham, who obviously doesn't look good at all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> for, and now. For real, he doesn't. And, and now, I actually have a nickname for Jared Stidham. I came up with this. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I call him Jared Pickham. Oh, Jared Pickham. Yeah, right. yeah, because yeah, well, well, that's what he does is throw, is throw picks whenever he goes into the game. Maybe that'll stick if he ever gets to start somewhere. You know, um. But, yeah, like, the guy had us fooled that Jared Stidham was going to be the guy, you know, calling him Stiddy all offseason. You know what I'm saying? Like, Stiddy, you, I mean, we we have no tight ends, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the good tight ends that people were talking about are projected to the Patriots. He just bypassed all of those. You know what I mean? All the receivers that are projected to the Patriots, he's just like, nah, there's a guy in the second round from a school that nobody fucking knows that we're going to pick. You know what I'm saying? And it's shit like that. You know, more often than not, he didn't hit on him. You know what I'm saying? And that's the yeah. problem. And you need to say that. You don't draft you haven't drafted well. You know, COVID nineteen is definitely a, a big impact on the team this year with all the players that opted out, you know, and free agency was also a big thing this year with all the players that, you know, left. Yeah, the team. left right, you right. know what I'm saying? So that, that there are some valid um reasons why the team is where it's at. And, you know, not to talk about the fact that most of the Guys that are leading on the team are new guys, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, especially at the quarterback, you know? Um, and now it looks like Cam Newton is probably your quarterback of the future. Because, you know, with the with the addition of Isaiah Ford and, and Isaiah Mack, what what that tells you is that um, the team thinks that it still can win. I mean, Belichick is Belichick. He's a great coach. Uh, I don't doubt that he believes he's he has the ability to coach around the struggles that they're going through mm-hmm. is he going to we don't know um so far he has not yeah that should been i'm not so sure if cam newton's the quarterback of the, the future with this team i'm not completely sold on that but i mean i'm hoping that he does prove me wrong and no 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 he and, is your quarterback of the future because listen what yeah yeah because huh? listen listen to me okay, go, go, ahead, right? go ahead if you if you're gonna win more games for the season that puts you you know, out of the top 10 in the draft, all right? Mm. And the best quarterbacks are going to go, they're not going to, you know, they're, they're going to go within like the first 10 picks. So that right. gets you out of it. And then you have some other quarterbacks that are good, 
but that are not just like ready to like take over. So then you're gonna need somebody to like be the starter for another year. At least who's tra- that gonna at least be? Tra- at least transition you into. Who's that going to be? Jared Stidham? Brian Hoyer? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, not, not Jared Pickham. No, no. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, not, not Jared Pickham. Um, you know, so that's obviously, logically, why do you think he keeps starting games? Like, logically, Cam Newton is your starter now, and most likely your starter in, in the future, unless you get, a, like, a Ryan Fitzpatrick, um, you know, um, from the Dolphins, or a, a Jimmy Garoppolo um, that people keep talking about is going to get to come back here um, for some reason. And, um I mean, the way he's been performing, it looks like that could happen. You know what I mean? If we just offered um, a good pick for him. Um, but, you know, th- those are definitely things that are not happening right now. Um, but Cam Newton's definitely the quarterback of the future, man. Um, and that brings me to another question. Can the Patriots salvage the season and still make the playoffs? I mean, five, your your three games under 500? Mm-hmm. Yep. Belichick will win coach of the year. <laughs> I I don't think so. No, you don't think so. I I don't see it. I see us losing. Our, like we we gotta play the Chiefs, don't we? No, we already played them. We oh yeah. The so we, we I know we have a couple of hard teams coming up. Um, let me look at this. You can go, Barry. I look at the schedule, okay? Uh, yeah. I, I was just gonna say, as crazy as this sounds, uh, guys, um. Uh, I'm actually going to say to this question, yes, they can uh, salvage a season and still uh, make the you know, make the playoffs and get a wild card spot, particularly with, uh, you know, the, the being an extra playoff team, uh, you know, be, being able to advance this year. Because uh, I was hearing this on 98 by the Sports Hub earlier this week, the same, uh, you know, question. And they were saying that, you know, despite of, you know, the Patriots losing to the Bills last week, they're still not completely sold on the Bills as, you know, as I'm, I'm not completely sold on the Bills just yet. And also, if you look at the schedules, the Bills also have a pretty tough schedule as well. And I went down and looked at the remaining games of their schedule, the Buffalo Bills, and I honestly only see them winning, like, maybe two, three games, uh, Possibly, possibly for the rest of the this, this season, because they brought some pretty tough, uh, you know, opponents that they're gonna go against, including Seattle this week, who they're actually leading against, surprisingly. But I mean, even if they beat Seattle this week, they still, uh, you know, gonna be a lot of tough games that they have during the season, uh, you know, m- moving forward for for them. But that definitely, the Patriots have to start, you know, with this week beating the Jets, and then. Uh, you know, and go from there. I think that they even have a chance to be, you know, the, the Ravens as inconsistent as the Baltimore Ravens have been uh, this year. So if they can win the next couple of games, um, go to four and five, and then they should even be able to beat the Texans and get to five and five before their um, schedule gets tougher. Because I think they play the Cardinals um, after the Texans, and then they play. They have that LA trip in which they play two games in four days. The uh, Chargers and on Sunday and then the Rams on a Thursday night. So that's that would be a tough stretch for for them to get through. But uh, you know if they can you know get through that, uh, you know and, and still have a you know winning record or close to you know 500 record by that time. I think this team still has a chance, but they need to play with the much more of a sense of urgency. Uh, 
you know, and just play better football in general in all three phases in order for them to be able to have any chance to make the playoffs and salvage their season. Mm. Are you ready to go, Vlad? I, I just don't think so. I think I think we're going to play the Ravens after the Jets game. I think that's a loss. So that's put a, that puts us... Um, at six loss, six losses. Um, the tech, the Cardinals. I think that's another loss that puts us at seven losses. So, um, in the other games, the Chargers are another tough game. I think we can win that game, but if we don't win it, that puts us at eight losses. And eight and eight. I don't know if we can win the 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 division with eight and eight. Okay. Yeah. I mean, for me, I don't think. I mean, the the Patriots realistically have like a ten percent chance of actually making it to the playoffs. You know, and you know, um, it's going to be hard, you know, but I don't think I want to doubt Belichick can do it. You know, if anybody can do it, um, you know, let's see. Let's see how they look this week. You know, um, let's see if they can correct some issues. Let's see if they can break some other guys in here a little bit um, to see what's happening. Maybe um, Cam Newton's actually, you know, back to playing shape because he missed those three weeks of not playing at all. And he's looked like trash the last three weeks. You know, hopefully, you know, he he, he knocked that. COVID-19 rust off and, and get back to what he was doing the first couple of games, you know, which weren't like great statistically or anything like that, but he looked a lot better than he has the last couple of games, you know, um, and hopefully, you know, we get some guys back healthy and start doing some things, you know, we, we have no tight ends right now, we had to uh, bring some guys in to try out, you know, because all our tight ends are injured right now and not going to play, um, I mean, if, if all you guys are injured and can't play Monday night's game is a game to go, <laughs> you know, because we're playing the Jets and, you know, we all know they can't do nothing. They can't do nothing um, good out there. Right, um, sure can. You know, uh, but it is what it is. Um, but th- thanks for your opinion. Uh, and lastly, we're going to go into uh, the Sleeper League, you know, which, again, shout outs to the people that are participating in the Sleeper League for Pro Fan Sports Podcast. We appreciate y'all and we see some really good things going on. So uh, we'll opine on um, some waiver wire pickups um, for this week. Barry, you want to go? Who, who you got? Uh, yeah. So for, yeah, start bench and then uh, pick up, I would say you'd want to start. I'll go with the wide receiver from the Steelers. I mean, you should be starting their receivers, but nonetheless, uh, Claypool. No, Dante, uh, J- Dante Johnson. Mm, okay. So yeah, he's uh, another one of their young receivers. Uh, you know, he's you know played you know pretty well from this season. I have him in a couple of my fantasy leagues, and he's done well for me. He's been putting up some. Uh, Good, you know, solid numbers. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and they play the Bengals, which is a pretty, you know, favorable matchup, uh, you know, for, for them next week in a game they should, uh, you know, be, be able to win and be able to move the ball and put points up on the board. So yeah. I would, you know, definitely go with uh, him to start. To uh, sit, I would go, you definitely want to sit. Um, I, I would, I would sit. Teddy Bridgewater mm. going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, ne- 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 next week. That defense has been playing well. Uh, you know, I know they've played a little bit better offensively, uh, but you know, f- f- but I don't think that's a good matchup for f- for them. With as well as the Bucks defense has been looking in our most re- recent weeks, so I definitely um, you know would have him on your bench this weekend. Uh, don't think that he's 
bound to have a good, you know, week against the, the Buccaneers defense. Uh, and then for waiver wire pickup, um, think I'll go with who's a good waiver wire pickup. Uh, so I think, you know, there's going to be some quarterbacks that are going to be having some bye weeks coming up. Uh, particularly, I know, you know, you know Pat Mahomes has a bye week coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think, you know, quarterbacks that are should be on the market, uh, you know, like maybe a, a Justin Herbert if he's still there. Um, Justin Herbert, if he's still there, yeah, yeah but, 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 in your league. Right, that's true, that's if true. Justin Herbert hasn't been picked up in your league, y'all yeah, or, 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 you know what, Tua. Tua, if Tua is still on the waiver wire in your league, <laughs> Although he just he just started he just started playing though he it's only right. his his second game or his third third, third game he just made his first start Pick last week or like two weeks ago <laughs> you no, gotta be no, ready no. for this shit the only person people did me a mind I have picked up is the Cowboys quarterback oh because he's trash though no one wants him that's what I'm saying that's the only person that's starting that people might have not picked up you know what um some guys you should pick up though. Um, is a guy like Logan Thomas. He's the he's the um, tight end from tight end the Washington, from Washington football, football team. team. So yeah. he's actually been doing pretty well. Um, another person you should pick up is um, Matt Breida because Matt Miles Gaskin um, was put on injured reserve um, just recently, and um, Gus Edwards from the Baltimore Ravens because that getting is all, another good one. He's getting all the the goal line the goal line carries so. You yeah, might want to pick Mark those Ingram's guys up because right, I right. know there's a lot of injuries, and you might want to uh, add some guys to uh, surplus your your um, rosters. And uh, Jamichael Hasty, I believe he's from San Francisco. Uh, he's a receiver over there. Um, they got Nick Mullins. If you're in a two quarterback league, Nick Mullins, uh, he took over for uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, so he should be doing pretty well. Um, I feel bad mean, for Jimmy. Yeah, yeah no, me too, uh, man. He has the worst luck with. Injuries, no, for for sure. He I think be. another good waiver wide pickup would be um Jordan Reed, the tight end, since George Kittle yeah. uh, was you know is is pretty much out for the season. So. Yeah, I would I would never pick up Jordan Reed in any fantasy league ever. I know, I ever, know what you mean. All right, because that guy is injured. You you breathe on this. Guy. He's fucking it's down, like, okay. It's like but, he has he has that one good game, and you're like everybody picks him up, and then and then he sucks. He sucks. God, he's been the most injured dude ever. Uh, Ever seen in my life, and he's man. good though. Yo, he Yo, used when, to be good. When he's healthy, he used to he can be ball. Good. He can ball. Right, yeah, right. right. When he actually can stay on the field, which is really and, and and very very seldomly, but yeah, he puts up really good numbers and, and plays really well when he's on the field. But right, he just can't stay on the field and. You know, and, and can stay healthy, you know, and, and it's crazy because it's like, then you don't sometimes notice how he gets injured, but he just comes up on the injury report and ends up being out for uh, several weeks and never coming yes. back. <laughs> like, it seems like this will be out for like two years at a time. You're like, yo, where, where this dude been at, man? Um, you know, because I had him on a few on a few fantasy teams years back to back, man. And um, he's like one of the most athletic tight ends they've had in the league. You know, I've seen... But um, he's just he's just like a cracker, bro. Like you know, as soon as he gets hit, bro, you know he gets he breaks. Yeah, you know it takes I mean? one like, hit and boom, he's done. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like really easily, <laughs> um, you know, breakable. So um, that that's gonna be it for our NFL segment, man. And um, we're gonna move into the NBA, uh, where we got an NBA return, fellas. And it looks like we're not gonna be waiting long to actually see some NBA back in our lives. Um, <laughs> so we you know it's gonna feel like we've had 
the NBA for like a full year. Pretty much. But we yeah, had for the most part, um, right. It was uh, shut down for like three months. Yeah. You know, um, it just came back at a, at the wrong time of the season. And, um, you know, it's now it has to start even earlier to try to get back on track as long as well as um, shortening the, the season to 72 games. So, um, yeah, the NBA is returning December 22nd, uh, 2020. So right before Christmas. Um, so I presume there's going to be some Christmas Day games. Yeah, has right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, there, there will be for sure. That's like the one of the best days of the NBA season and one of their uh, premier days where they have the all the marquee matchups. So without right. question, right? Because you know we all got to be sitting on that table having dinner watching the game, man. Oh yeah, and absolutely. No better feeling, you know. Hopefully it snows too. Um, it, it's going to be the shortest off season um, in the history of the game. So seventy one days. And um, wow. you know, big stars, you know, older stars like LeBron is not feeling that because they wanted another month off, which I'm with them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think that would help them avoid injury, you know, let them rest up a little bit. I mean, hopefully, you know, the teams can manage the stars and um, make sure, you know, they're not overexerting themselves. Yeah, you're um, going to have to load management, pull a Kawhi Leonard. Right, yep, right. Yep. For um, sure. The NBA draft is actually going to happen on November 18th this year. Um, so that's coming up this month. Uh, and some and OKC remains without a head coach. I think they're the only team left. Yep, that that's right. Head coach, you know, since Billy Donovan. Yep, yep, exactly. Everyone yeah. else that needed a head coach, they hired one except OKC, which is surprising because now we know what the season starts in a little bit more than a month. So yeah, they don't know what OKC is waiting for, but they better hurry up and put some pep in there. Stuff. They're probably gonna you know hire some guy from within as the interim or something like that. Right, some guy was probably really, on their staff right, last year. Yeah, they yeah. really don't even have much time to do that. Like you, you're gonna get a coach for a month to implement everything that they need to. Like that seems like wrong planning to me. Um, you know, but let's move into the Celtics, man. Gordon Hayward, um, you know, he's a big topic. He's been a big topic all year. You know, due to you know his role on the team and injury issues and things like that, and um, us losing him at key points in the season. Um, and things like that. But um, there's been some stuff that maybe Vlad will be happy about that's been going on. Um, maybe Vlad will be happy about <laughs> <Maybe laughs> Gordon Hayward um, has been rumored to want to opt out of the contract and rumored to want to move forward with the Al Horford plan. What's the, what, what do you mean by Al Horford plan? Opt out and find a team to yeah, give him a better contract. <sighs> Bye. Shorter. And Biden. 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 <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Yeah, peace, deuces. Um, yeah, don't yeah. let the door hit you on the way out, bro. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, I think, unfortunately, um, Gordon Hayward's time in Boston has not been the best. Um, I think if he was healthy, it would have been actually a great. I think we would be talking differently about the Celtics if Gordon Hayward was healthy. I think that first year with Kyrie probably would have been different. You know what I mean? Kyrie probably would have still been here. Like, there's so many things that could have changed if Gordon Hayward's um, time here was the best. But it hasn't really worked. He's been injured most of the time. And he's a big contract that we can get rid of. Yeah. Yeah. See you. I mean, listen, man. If <laughs> Barry, do you have something to say about that? Well, yeah, no. I'm, with that, it's, it's like one of those things that, you know, if he... Leaves, he leaves. If he stays, he stays. I mean, we we're aware that he has that player option coming up of you know thirty four point two million that he could make uh, next year. Uh, I don't know why he wouldn't just opt into that, get your bag, you know, and, and your money. Because I don't think there's any team that's even gonna pay you what thirty million or even twenty million, let alone thirty four million that you're gonna be making with 
the Celtics. So I think he'd be a fool if he, you know, does, doesn't decide to at least stay for one more year with the Celtics and just, uh, you know, secure the bag. Uh, but uh, I mean, if he wants to leave, he, he can leave if he's not really happy here, you know, with, you know, being on the team and with his role and wants to play uh, elsewhere and wants to change the scenery. I mean, I'm okay with, with that. I wouldn't be, wouldn't bother me uh, at all. And, and, and yeah, if, if he wants, wants to go, he can go. But if he stays, then it is, you know, what it is. But I mean, he has to be better if he does want to stay and, you know, and then definitely can't do what, uh, he's been doing, you know, in, in terms of not being able to stay on the court with the team, uh, when they need him the most. So, uh, yeah, it, 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 we'll see what he decides to, to do with that player option. And if he does pull, uh, Al Horford and look for a bigger contract, well, a longer contract with more money. So I don't, I doubt that he'll get that, but we'll see if that, you know, happens or whatnot. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I think the, the team definitely uh, could use a Gordon Hayward. Uh, I'm talking about the Celtics for sure. Um, if he opts out, there's definitely two things he could do. He could come back to the table and, um, you know, negotiate a different type of contract with a smaller yearly salary, but like a longer contract. Obviously, that's what he's looking for, because um, I don't know where he's going to go, you know, to, to get a longer contract and a higher contract. You know what I'm saying? So um, I think, you know, he's kind of like in limbo a little bit, but. There's always a sucker somewhere, you know what I mean? There's always somebody that that's willing to to pay somebody something they really didn't sure. deserve or anything like yeah. that, or like haven't really shown you that they can do, you know. Um, there's always, you know, to to sometimes it's to excite their fan base. Sometimes it's because they're just dumb and make the wrong moves, you know. But um, I, I definitely think when he's healthy and he's on the team, he definitely helps the team out, um, uh, for sure. But, you know, can the team survive without him? Like Vlad was making a case? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, can we survive without him? Yeah, for sure. And also, the draft is coming up, so we'll see what they do for that. And with that, um, the, the Celtics are rumored to want to move up in the draft. So um, that's something right there. And the other day, they also uh, posted R.J. Hampton, who's one of the top guards in the in the draft. And he's like 6'5", uh, 6'5 guard. And, you know, obviously. 6'5"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's taller than Kemba, bro. Yeah, that's why I said you know, that's, that's, that's <laughs> actually that is a bigger guard. I, I honestly but, don't want another guard, but six he, five. That's that's all. Yeah, six right, five, man. Taller than Mark is smart too. So yeah, now that that's a pretty good sized guard right there to, to add on on the perimeter. Right. Um. But you know, as they say, they're looking to move up in the draft. Have you guys been paying attention to the prospects? Not yet. No, I haven't okay. really. I haven't really looked at It's the 18th. The 18th. The 18th. Yeah, yeah. So next week. So next yep. week. Um, yeah, but I've spent some time on that this week. Yeah. Um, I do. I definitely think they have a, you know, they, they need to uh, move up and um, grab a big man if they can. And um, I'm hearing a lot about this on Yeka Ogongu, Okongu kid from um, UFC. He's like a carbon copy of... Um, What's that dude's name from the Miami band? Him out of bio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've heard a lot of comparisons with right. him and out of bio. Yeah. So that's what I'm hearing. Um, the Celtics are rumored to want to go after, and then they they turn around and um posted uh R.J. Hampton. So they might be, you know, if we get another wing, like it's not going to be bad either. You know, another athletic wing because if Gordon Hayward leaves, like we we are going to need that. You know, right, so to, um, someone that can shoot and make yeah, some somebody, shots, yep, right. create some shots. So uh, we'll see what happens with that, and um, next week we'll we'll get. You know, a little deeper into the draft, into what's going to happen. Uh, maybe talk a little bit more about the prospects that are about to come into the NBA and talk about why maybe this is one of the weaker drafts in the, you know, 
in the last couple of years that's coming out. So, um, and also it's going to be unique because uh, the COVID nineteen season, baby. Of course, you know. So yeah, that's um, true. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, that that's going to be it for the NBA, man. Um, let's get into uh, some MLB. Some exciting stuff happened for the Red Sox uh, just the other day. Um, when was that? Two days ago. Yeah, that was on Friday. on Friday. Right, right, right. So on Friday, the Red Sox dropped some big news. Maybe not some so much big news for guys that um have been following the Red Sox religiously for the last couple, you know, for the last year. Um, they've been talking about uh, bringing this guy back, and um, on Friday they made it official. The Red Sox have rehired um coach Alex Cora. Um, you know, 2018 World Series coach. Alex Cora, he's back on the team, man. And um, Jerry Remy, he uh, let off a statement. You know, he he approved of the situation. Um, we saw people like Brock Holt, you know, make a comment about it. You know, saying that he'll always respect them no matter where he's at. Yeah, uh, we saw people like um, David Price come out and give his opinion about it. You know, talking about the guy knows everything that he needs to know, and um, he knows the players better than anybody. And when he speaks, everybody listens. So David Price with with LA Dodgers, right? He's with the LA Dodgers, but well, even what then, happened? He just didn't come back for. Remember, we, yeah, he opted out. We, okay, we okay, dropped yeah. that on them. That's was, true. That's he true. was like, "Yo, you guys have a good season." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I wonder if he got a ring. Uh, I, I mean, why wouldn't he? I guess. Yeah, I guess he. He's would. still part of the team. He just opted out. Well, yeah, maybe, but, but he didn't maybe play at all. He, he opted out of the season, so he's not on the team. Yeah, this year. maybe he didn't play at all. So maybe. I hope well, he don't get So I'm wondering if he's going to get his ring. I hope that. he. I don't. I don't want to take away from what we're talking. Right, right. Now I was just having that thought in mind, but didn't want to get off topic. Uh, no, I too hope much. he don't. Yeah, me either. Shoot, I, I don't want to see him but get another you, ring. You, you opted out of the whole season. So that means you weren't on the team this season. Exactly. He doesn't you know deserve it. Like, he wasn't with us. You didn't put in that work for it. Nah, exactly. nah, 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 nah. No, no, no. Okay. Um, that's my take on it. No, but uh, Alex Cora, man, he's back, dude. Um, how do you guys feel about it? Did, did the Red Sox make the right move? I mean, honestly, I we saw the writing on the wall a long time ago. A long time ago. Right, facts. Even as soon as he got... Fired, fired, or mutually agreed to yeah, part ways. It, like even when that, <laughs> even when that happened, everybody was already talking about they're gonna have to bring him back. You know, he won the most game. The year he won the World Series, he won the most game in Red Sox history. Yeah, right, right. So, um, I, it, it feels weird bringing a teacher, a cheater back, but I don't know if the Red Sox had any other choice. Was he doing that stuff with the Red Sox? I mean, he was the, doing the Astros. No, nah, there was a little bit of that with the Red Sox as well. The, remember the the Red Sox got investigated. Yeah, anything happened to that? Yeah, but yeah, they, they didn't find anything. I don't know if they didn't. The, find, I, I don't know. The, I don't know they, they didn't have enough evidence to punish the 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 Red Sox. I don't think they found much of anything. No face, at no all. case, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but um, um, but I, I just think the Red Sox had only one choice to bring him back. No, so. okay. Barry, yeah, no, I feel you know good about this this move. Uh, you know, with, with him being back, you know, it definitely brings uh, some excitement to the team, to you know, the players and the ownership and, and the fan base. You know, gives them some something to look forward to, uh, and you know, someone that actually knows knows the team. You know, already has that good uh, you know relationship with. With the players and you know, with the ownership, and he's already developed a good ownership with the GM and uh, John Bloom. Uh, so uh, I think certainly it's a good thing for him to you know be back. Uh, you, you know, I'm kind of you know over the you know situation that uh, happened with 
the Houston, you know, Astros just because, you know, he was, you know, served his one-year suspension, you know, he did his time, you know, for that, uh, you know, and he, you know, did what he, you know, he had to do, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of, you know, being out of the, the game, you know, due to that scandal that happened, and he already was actually one of the, um, most people that was, you know, on that Astros team that was actually honest and candidate, uh, you know, about that and, you know, very cooperative with, you know, with the MLB as far as what had happened, uh, you know, d during that, uh, you know, during the scandal with, with the, with the Astros. So I don't really hold that against them. I know that's, uh, some fans do and some fans still feel some kind of way about that. Uh, but me, you know, personally, I don't have, you know, moved on from it. And like I said, you know, last week, the manager of that team, uh, you know, AJ Hinch, uh, you know, who was the Astros manager at the time of the scandal, just got uh, hired to the Detroit Tigers as their manager uh, last week. So since you know he, well, you know, already got a job and it already is, you know, back in baseball. I mean, there's no reason why Alex Cora uh, shouldn't, you know, have his job back with the Red Sox or should shouldn't be able to get a, uh, you know, job, you know, back with with any team, you know. But you know, I'm definitely glad that he's back here. He knows how to deal with the media as well. I think that's a big thing is, you know, on how to deal with the Boston media because the Boston media can be tough uh, on, you know, on, on coaches and on uh, on teams here, particularly if they're not, uh, you know, performing, you know, well and, and, and not performing up to expectations. So uh, it's certainly a good thing, you know, that he's, you know, he's back here. I'm glad to, to see it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing you know, what he can do to, you know, to better this team because there's a lot of things that, you know, this team needs to be able to, you know, there's a lot of holes on this team that they need to fill in order to be able to be a competitive team again. But this is definitely a right step in the direction, and it's about time the Red Sox did uh, something good and got something right. So this is definitely a good start for them. Yeah, I mean, listen, who else were we going to hire? You know, there's... You know, when you go through a hiring process, you got to look at guys and look at their resumes. And there was one guy, I believe, that had, uh, you know, the winningest <laughs> record in franchise history and a trophy on their on their resume. Mm -hmm. So um, and also he's Hispanic. We have a lot of Hispanic guys on our team that, you know, can relate to that coach and respond better. I'm thinking about Rafael Devers. I'm thinking about a Xander Bogarts. I'm thinking about, a you know, a, a Rodriguez. You know what I'm saying? Um, those guys really relate to him. They respond Even to JD him. J.D. Martinez. Yes, right, J.D. Right. Martinez. They, you know, he knows how to push their buttons and they respond to him. So, right, absolutely. Um, you know, and like I said, man, no face, no case, B. <laughs> yes, um, I think that should be the title for this one. I like you know, that one, John. Um, no, nah, so congratulations to Alex Cora, man. But I, I thought I think he knew he was going to be back the whole time, to be honest. Because, um, yeah. like I said the other, uh, what last week he took a picture on Halloween with like the Red Sox, uh, <laughs> you know, the trophy that he won. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like, you know, the writing has been on the wall for a long time. And like Vlad said, as soon as they fired him, we knew like he was going to be you know, um, a top candidate to, to get this job back once his suspension was over and once, uh, baseball, um, uh, just let him back in the league. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Congratulations to him. And hopefully the Red Sox do some really good stuff, man. And, um, yeah, they got a lot it. of work to do, right? So. That's going to be it for uh, the MLB. We're going to get into soccer. Uh, you know, and Vlad's going to let us know what's up. All right. Well, soccer, uh, mainly the new England revolution. Um, this week they played, um, the, they played the, uh, <clears throat> sorry, 
the DC United and they won um four three against DC United. The next game is is against Philadelphia. Um, right now they stand um six in the Eastern Conference. Um, and they're still in playoff contention, so they just gotta keep playing well to stay in playoff contention. Um, as for international news, um, Barcelona is back in winning graces. Um, this week they won against Real Betis. Um, but Messi came off the bench and scored two goals. Um, besides that, uh, Man City played um, Liverpool this week and they tied that. And we know Man City and Liverpool are some of the top dogs in the Premier League, and that's a game that everybody wakes up for. Um, but yeah, um, not much to report about that. Okay. All right. Cool. Thanks a lot for that, Thanks, man. Lad. Appreciate um, you. Appreciate you, man. Um, you know, I did. I did take in a um a revolution game the other day. Oh, did you? Maybe like um, oh, really? maybe I'm like mad. last week or something like that, yeah. where they they started off. Uh, um, the other team scored two on them. Yeah. And then they that was the game. Back. That was the they game against DC United. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that was a good game. That was a yeah. good game. Um. The, um. Yeah. That was my first like real soccer game for a long time. For a long time. And yeah. um, I was mm-hmm. watching because my roommate was there watching. I'm like. Hey, he might as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No other sports or anything else. He's a. He's a. He's just a sports fan, and he yeah. watches whatever sports is whatever happening sports until he goes to sleep. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, nice. And, nice. Um, you know, you there are people there. like that. They yeah. watch anything, anything, anything. Like word. Uh, oh, know. bowling? Sure. The pulling league? Yeah. The league we were talking about last week. Yeah, yeah, pulling. I was, I was just thinking about him. Like, what's that? What's that? Um, what's that sport again? You know, he watches NASCAR. He watches whatever's whatever's on the on. As long as they're keeping score, he's watching. Oh, dude, he's on ESPN, and then he's on like Nessen. If, yeah, yeah. if one's on commercial, click, click on the other one. Onto the other one. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. The Revolution been playing well this year or not? They're playing okay. I mean, they're playing. I mean, not bad, but okay. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I seen there was just one thing of uh, soccer related I did hear about. I don't know if you want to touch upon this real quick, that uh, about um Diego Maradona. Didn't he have a brain? Surgery this yeah, week, and I heard the so, surgery went well, and he's doing well and recovering oh, from it. You. Thank you, Barry. Oh, hey, no yeah. problem. Hey, I've been. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to get him right. to the soccer game too. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm got two soccer guys up. now. <laughs> so yeah, last week was Diego Maradona's 60th birthday. Yes, it was. Yeah, happy belated. And yeah, the, the week on the 60th birthday. The um, doctors found a, 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 a blood cloth in his brain, mm. so they operated him and took it out, and they say he's doing better, but um, he's having issues after the surgery, so they're keeping him in the hospital for a little bit more. Um, he's like a god of soccer. And yes, he is. He yes, absolutely. In, in, in Argentina and in Napoli, Italy, he's like god. Like you, if you go to any, if you go to Argentina or you go to Napoli, Italy, you see like. Um, mules of maradona and people were in front of the hospital you know cheering him on um he's just yes i don't you know Yo, some he's people, that guy some people just get that, that statue guy. you know what i mean you you just you're a god to those people so yeah yeah man oh uh, yeah I, uh, I wish him well yeah you know wish sure. maradona well good luck with your recovery we hope sure. wish you a quick and speedy one right we're gonna go into the questions of the week man and we got our guy eddie rodriguez from um Philadelphia. He's, yes, he's sir, back. my guy Eddie. And, um, he asked a couple of questions, but shout I don't out mean, to Philly. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Well, those who knows knows why. Right. Um, 
And um, he, he had a couple questions, but I only wrote one down because I thought uh, his first question was a little foolish. I'm like, you know better than that, bro. Come on. Bro. So his first question is like, do you think the Pittsburgh Steelers are contenders or playoff contenders? I'm like, uh, what are you serious? We're not into that. No, no, I hear you. That's, that's a pretty obvious and clear cut, you know, yeah, answer. You're right, John. The only undefeated team. Come on, man. Like, Come on. You know better than that. Um, but his question was, do you think, I think it's a bad question. Do you think, uh, the Steelers playing the Bengals is a trap game after they play the Cowboys this week? It's, that's always a trap game, but the Steelers are not dumb. It's a conference. It's a division game. Division game. You got to get up for division games, but right. divisions games can be trap games. Cause I know sometimes the Patriots will find themselves playing the bills after winning like by 40. And then they play off. They play up to the opponent's energy. Right. And not that they lose that game, but they come up flat in the first quarter yep. or in the first mm-hmm. half. So the, the it definitely can be a trap game. Yeah. But if the Steelers know better, and I know Mike Tomlin knows better, you cannot let your team sleep sleepwalk through that game. Yeah. No. For sure. Um. No. I hear what you're saying, guys. But you know, I don't see it as a trap game, particularly with the way this team is. You know, playing right now and playing that joke of a team in Dallas, the Cowgirls, as I like to call them. Uh, so I, I think, you know, th- th- this team is going to continue to keep playing well and, and keep, and they won't have a letdown. I get maybe sometimes after playing, uh, you know, or playing a team that, you know, th- that is not as good as you, you can have, uh, you know, that letdown and not really play as well, but, I, I, the, with the way things are going for that team, and you know, Mike Tomlin has those boys, uh, you know, l- looking really good and, and looking ready to play and executing well on all three phases, and uh, you know, particularly you know on offense with all those receivers that they have, and then Ben Roethlisberger has been doing his thing, uh, and then that defense has been looking you know pretty good too, and has been solid, and they just you know added a good linebacker, um, you know, at the trade deadline on there, so. I don't see uh, there's this being a trap game for the Steelers, and I think they're going to keep on rolling and, and be 9-0 and after this game against the Bengals next week. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, there's one thing um, for teams that are undefeated, man. You know they're going to get up for games, you know what I'm saying? Because they have a certain goal in mind. You know, they're the only undefeated team. You see them dancing their ass off after the games, these games they've won. So I don't think they're just going to sleepwalk into the game. And um, I think even, like, <laughs> their worst games they're still gonna win against the Bengals you know yeah. what I'm saying um and you know I the Bengals definitely have a chance of winning because they did win against the Titans last week you know we can't say that but I don't think they're you know the I don't think the Pittsburgh Steelers are gonna underestimate um the Bengals you know what I mean because um, they know it's like flat said it's a division game and um those games are usually hard games it's never like look at what happened to the Bills and Patriots last week you know um even though we suck Throughout the game, we still kept the game really close. And that's, you know, that's due to being able to play each other so many times during the year that you know each other so well that you know what's going to happen. And, um, you know, um, and now the Bengals have a better quarterback. So I, I definitely think, um, they're going to be up for it. It's not, it's not a team you can just like steamroll, you know, by doing nothing. So, yeah, they no, for sure. They still got to come out and play and execute and, you know, and put a full 60 minutes together, right? It's not like they're just going to roll over them and the Bengals are going to bow down to them. And, you know, and, and then it'll be a cakewalk. It's still, they still have to go out and play the game at a high level. But I just think this team, you know, is rolling right now and, and, and they're, you know, really hitting, hitting their groove. And I uh, had, 
you know, don't see them, you know, slowing down. I think it's even going to be a tough day for, for Joe Burrow. Uh, even though he's been playing well, but yeah, I, I think, you know, he'll struggle in this game and have a tough time against that Steelers defense that's been able to get past rush on the quarterback and, uh, you know, and, and, and defend well against the pass as well as the run. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. Again, though, Eddie, thank you, bro. Appreciate yeah, thank you, you Eddie. Appreciate you, know, you brother. Uh, and, uh, Much love and respect to you, my brother. We've seen that sweatshirt you're wearing, and I posted it on social media against Instagram, profans underscore sports. Um, yeah, I that posted that on the story, and people were putting the fire emoji. So, you know, you make that sweatshirt look good, bro. Yes, um, yeah, you sure do. Thanks for rocking the gear and supporting us. We appreciate it, man. That, that, pick, that, that was a fire hoodie. Yeah, man. Um, And the next question comes from CJ Monroe from Southington. Connecticut. Yep, another um, one of my guys right word, there, CJ. Word. Um, and his question is, what are your thoughts on Lamar Jackson? Is he a top-tier QB? Um, and can he win the big games and beat contenders? Um, I think Lamar Jackson is working his way there. I think, you know, last year he won the MVP. This year he hasn't looked like exactly that MVP caliber that he was last year, but he's still playing well. Um, you know, for you to be top tier to me, you need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Five years, show me five years of you into the league. Mm-hmm. Five years into the league, Hawker. He's working his way there. You know, I mean, he's been getting better every year. Even though this year he's not having that MVP type season, he's still playing well. Like that's that matters. Um, mm-hmm. So, and he's throwing. I feel like he's throwing more this year, and that's important as well for a quarterback. So he's working his way there, uh, but. Give it, a, give it a couple more years. Let's see how consistent he can be, how reliable he can be. Um, can he stay um, on the field and not get injured? Let, let's see if he improves every year. Um, but he's working on his way there. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I like Lamar Jackson. I've, you know, always been uh, a fan of, of his. Uh, and then, like, the way, you know, he plays the game uh, and the energy he brings, uh, you know, to, to that team. Uh, as, as far as him being a top tier quarterback i don't think he's there yet uh not at the the, the moment uh, i think you know he'll you know he could get there he is, does have the possibility and the potential to be able to, to get there uh if he plays the way that you know he's he's capable of i still think you know he has to play uh, a lot better than what he's played this year he's done all right uh th- th- this year I feel like he's taken a, you know a step you know step back uh and you know, in, in terms of not really playing well against the teams that are 500 or over, uh, which he's, you know, struggled against. But I'm sure with time, he'll get better with that. Uh, you know, he has to, you know, be a much more efficient, you know, passer because, you know, his, uh, you know, completion percentage and, uh, you know, and then the accuracy, you know what I'm saying, have, haven't been there this year. And that's something that he needs to affect and proven. And, and, and continue to get better at for him to be a top-tier quarterback in this league. Uh, but, you know, he definitely is still young. He still has, you know, time to be able to, you know, to improve and, 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 and make progress of, you know, in those aspects of his game and decision-making as well. I'd like to see him get better uh, at that too. And I feel like if he does get better with those things, uh, he can certainly be a top-tier quarterback uh, in this league. And as far as whether he can win the big games and be the contenders, uh, yeah, I know he hasn't done that uh, at the moment, uh, you know, to this point of his career. But, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, w- w- with time, you know, that, that will change and he'll be able to 
win the big ones and be like he is capable. Uh, he just has to play uh, a lot smarter in those big games and uh, and be a lot more accurate. And he'll definitely be able to beat uh, those contenders in the AFC if he if he does that moving forward. Yeah, man. Um, I think <clears throat> I think the Patriots should have <laughs> drafted Lamar Jackson <laughs> over. Sony Michelle. One of my friends uh, actually you know said that saying? during that draft too. No, that, for sure. That, that, that they they made a mistake passing on Lamar Jackson. No, they made a huge it. mistake passing on him, and he, we would have been lucky to have him this year. You know, I think Lamar Jackson has had a um, top tier quarterback year, and that was the MVP season that he won. And you know, I've never seen quarter a quarterback do the, the things that he did that year. You know, especially yeah, he with was the special jukes, that year, especially special. with the jukes, especially with his stopping on a dime. You know, skill and watching a guy fly past him and walking right into the—I've never seen anything like that before. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I think he can definitely be a top tier quarterback in the league. I don't think he's there quite yet. I agree with you guys, um, but there's also reasons why he's not there yet. You know, he really only has one good receiver, um, and he yeah, has Hollywood one Brown, good yeah. tight end who mm-hmm. has been injured um, a lot of times this year mm-hmm. um, and hasn't performed well. You know, up to his standards. Um, you know. Lamar Jackson also lost one of the best uh, linemen he's had, you know, with with Yonder, uh, a Hall of Fame. Yeah, Hall right, fame, right, right. That was know. a big loss for yeah, their O line. Right, Hall right. of Fame um, O linemen. So um, obviously, you know, the performance is going to drop down, and um, their running backs haven't been, you know, doing anything great either this year. So uh, they used to have one of the top, you know, running games in the league, and that opened up Lamar Jackson for a lot of stuff. You know, um, when you're biting on the run, you know, he could get out leak out the pocket and, and do damage which he's he's done at times this year and sometimes he just can't do that you know as good as some players are they can't do everything on their own and um you know i think i definitely think he's on his way as far as like winning the big games he hasn't done that so we can't say that he can do it so until he proves it he can't do it you know what i'm saying um you know he hasn't won a, a big playoff game yet um he's just dropped a dud in all the playoffs and he has a way for you to cover him and if you do it like that he doesn't win games so um you know he definitely has to learn some stuff uh he he has to work on his throwing for sure they have to get him some weapons out there man to throw too you know mm-hmm. i'm thinking some really athletic guys that can run kind of like the okc kind of like okc you know some really fast guys because you know you mean kansas that's, city yeah, yeah, kansas city yeah. kansas city i'm, I'm saying okc um, <laughs> but um you know he has scramble ability and if you got fast guys like a tyreek hill who can you know Zoom down the field and get open. Yeah. You know, you got a, a Coleman, you got a, a, a Watkins, you got all these guys are fucking fast. Exactly, you know, like they fly. Um, you know, Mike Marquise Brown, he can fly, but that's only one guy you got. You know, I thought um, I thought you were talking about um Chris Paul being out there or something. Okay, see, they need to go ahead and get a coach, but um, yeah, for real. Uh, CJ Monroe, man, thank you yeah, for the question, thanks, brother. I appreciate the you. First one. That you sent in, and that's going to be it for our question of the week. We're going to get into the money, be money lifestyle person of the week. And um, before he does that, you know, we just like to say again, congratulations, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, who's the first um, president. I mean, Joe Biden is the president and Kamala Harris, the first female vice president um, in American history. So who you who you got? Yeah. So those guys, you already said it for me. Uh, you know, congratulations. Uh, you know, to both of them, Joe Biden and Kamala, you know, Harris for, you know, winning the election and uh, being the next president and vice president of the U.S. in the next four four years and, and making history with Kamala Harris being the first uh, black and uh, Asian uh, vice president uh, and that the country has, you know, had bef- before. So, definitely big shout outs to them. 
uh, I did want to share a kind of really cool and uh, touching story with you guys uh, today that I heard during this week. I know there wasn't really much sports, uh, you know, things going on uh, due, you know, to the election, but, uh, you know, nonetheless, uh, Burnley, Logan, Ryan, his, uh, Burnley, the team, the, the team that he plays for, the New York Giants, the team, uh, their trainer, uh, apparently helped save his wife, wife's life uh, this week. Uh, so he had credited the team trainer with potentially saving the life of his wife after she went underwent an uh, emergency surgery uh, for you know for a pregnancy in uh, Tuesday in Florida. Uh, so she had been pregnant, uh, and you no, know, she early in the week on Tuesday, like everyone else, went out to vote, went out to the polls. Uh, and then went to check up on the house, you know, after she voted, and then she was feeling uh, some intense uh, systematic pain, uh, you know, that morning, and, you know, wanted to sleep sleep it off. Uh, and then one of the trainers for the Giants had, you know, told Logan Ryan that Jenny, uh, the whole his, his wife needs to go to the emergency uh, room a ASAP uh, once he told him of the, the symptoms that she was having. Uh, so, you know, little Logan Ryan told, you know, his wife that. Uh, and, you know, his wife ended up, you know, taking that advice and going to the emergency room and having, you know, the surgery that she needed to, uh, you know, to save, you know, her life and her pregnancy. Uh so that that was definitely you know really awesome and uh, you know great and uh pretty touching thing that you know that the trainer did for him. I believe he had the trainers. Uh, Wait, so what the trainer do? So he advised Logan Ryan and told him that his wife should go to the emergency room since uh, she was uh, pregnant. Pregnant. She apparently had to have an. No, hey, she, was, she was feeling pain, uh -huh. and then Logan Ryan told the trainer that this is my wife. He, she's pregnant, and she's feeling these kind of pains. This is the situation. The trainer was like, "Yo, you need to get your wife to emergency room mm. right now." So then he did, and then she got saved. Right. It, it, what was wrong with What was wrong with her? Like she had. We know? Oh, I don't know. She so had, apparently, she had a what? What is called an. Topic uh, pregnancy when a fertilized egg grows outside a oh, woman's uh, okay. uterus. Yeah. So, uh, the, you know that that was what she you know had to have uh, surgery on, and that was why the trainer, uh, the Justin Mayer, uh, that's his, his name, the Giants trainer. Right. Uh, you know he had you know told you know Logan Ryan to you know tell his wife to go to the hospital to be able to you know get that emergency surgery and get that taken care of uh, since she needed to get taken care of ASAP and which she did uh, thankfully and uh, you know Logan Ryan says that the you know wife is recovering well and doing better uh, and he you know expressed his gratitude uh, to both uh, Mayor and the Giants organization you know after. Uh, you know, he, you know, after he was in practice Wednesday, I was speaking to the media saying uh, that uh, this is the type of organization we have here. Uh, honestly, I wasn't going to talk about that. Uh, my kids are okay. My wife is recovering well. She is okay. This happened all yesterday. And uh, Coach Judge, uh, Joe Judge, the coach of the Giants, uh, 
he had even told him that if you need to fly to Florida, uh, don't worry about football. Uh, you know, that's what Joe, you know, that's what Joe is as a man and as a coach. So he was, you know, crediting uh, Joe Judge, his head coach, for, you know, understanding uh, of his situation and, um, you know, and, you know, letting him, if he needed to, uh, fly to Florida to be with his wife and be with his family through the tough time that they're going through. Uh, so, you know, definitely big shout out to the trainer and to the Giants organization on, uh, you know, for, for doing what they did and, you know, and giving the advising her to get help and when, when she needed to. And, you know, I'm glad that, you know, she did get that help and, uh, is doing better now and is in a, better situation you know physically and mentally so uh that's that be money lifestyle and uh congrats to the trainer and the giants organization for being uh this week's be money lifestyle uh person of the week yeah that was a good story man and um mm-hmm. you know uh i mean good for logan ryan his wife is still around and mm-hmm. you know he can enjoy her for hopefully many many more years man and the baby you know congrats. and the baby right, right, yeah, yeah the baby, absolutely for sure yeah, you know, yep, um, for sure. And that that definitely is a, a class act, and you know, good for him that he had people around him that he can actually ask a, a question like that. Because you know, if your girl says she's going to sleep, we're gonna be like, all right, <laughs> go to sleep. Then. Ooh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We ain't gonna question <laughs> that exactly. Oh, okay, for real. <laughs> you know, so hey, congrats to them, man. And that's gonna be our episode thirty-four of Pro Fan Sports Podcast where the fans of the pros go, man. And um, once again, please subscribe to our YouTube. We work hard on these videos and, you know, the content that we put out there. Until episode 35, peace out, man.